Hello, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. So today, we're going to talk about a very personal dating story. Now, dating has been a highly requested topic in general. And in the past, I've been very high level with discussing dating in New York and in general. But today, we're actually going to talk about a real personal dating story of mine. And we're going to get really juicy. So hold tight and hope you guys enjoy. Maybe you guys will learn something from this. But yeah, this is definitely one of the juiciest experiences I've had. And I thought a lot about what am I trying to get out of this story when I share it with everyone? Because the point is definitely not to be like bashing on this person, like that's the complete opposite of my intention because I still have a lot of like just um, like like so many positive thoughts about this person. And I'm definitely going to keep his identity anonymous out of his respect for his privacy. So we're going to call him Inferno Man. And I'm going to explain later why he's called Inferno Man. But basically, like the point of the story is mostly to share an experience I've had that was especially intense and passionate and juicy and also just reflect on what I've learned from it. Because even though this was a relationship that ended and it was really special, I don't have any regrets per se of having this relationship and how it ended. And I'm not trying to like ask for you know, a reconciliation or to get back together with this ex. That's the opposite of this intention. This is like a postmortem of what happened. And then this is like, this is an experience that did shape, you know, who I've become now. And I've learned a lot from this experience. And so for that, I think I'm going to forever be grateful for Inferno Man. And I hope that, you know, he's well, And, you know, he is happy wherever he is. But basically, like, he is not following. We basically unfollowed each other on social media and all forms of media. So I don't think he's ever going to hear this. So that's good. So let's rewind back to the summer of 2022. So I was fresh out of a breakup and... I was going to Vegas and this would be my second time in Vegas and I've only been to Las Vegas twice. So basically each time something happens in Vegas and it ends up following me to New York City and you know that phase what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well up until now according to my track record that has never happened. Like what happens in Vegas definitely doesn't stay in Vegas for me. So I go to Vegas for a friend's birthday. And before that, I was actually in SF visiting a friend for two days. And it was a lot of fun. So two days later, I fly to Vegas, immediately get off the plane. I head to the club and we're just like all there having a good time. The next day we go to Omnia. And this is a big group of like girls and boys. And I remember like not really having any expectations. I was like, you know what? 
the chances of me finding a relationship in Vegas is are like so are so low. So I was like, I'm just gonna have a good time. So basically the second day, we go to Omnia for like day drinking. And I'm there dancing with our girlfriends. And then in comes this small group of friends. And amongst that small group, there's this one guy that caught my eye. And he was this like, kind of like fit, like kind of tan person. And I was like, oh, he looks very cute. But I didn't think too much about about it. I was like, I'm just gonna like do my own thing and whatever. Then when we get back to the hotel, one of the girls on the trip, and she's now one of my good girlfriends, she tells me, hey, Inferno Man thinks you're cute. And I go, wait, who's Inferno Man? And then she describes him. And I'm like, wait, that's the guy that I thought was cute too. So then it was like attraction at first sight. So once our friends realized we both liked each other, they were trying to like set us up. So Inferno Man had to wait in line for our night event, which was at Encore Beach Club or EBC at the Wynn. And this is like my favorite place in Vegas. EBC at the, the Wynn is also like my favorite hotel in Vegas. And so anyway, he's waiting in the will call line because I guess he didn't have a ticket. And I was like, okay, I'll wait in line with him because our friends were also like nudging me to go spend time with him. I was like, okay, I'll spend time with this cute guy. So then I go into this line and I remember, oh, before I go to the line, we were at a pregame. And I remember going in feeling so nervous. I had like all these butterflies in my stomach and I was just like chugging tequila. I was like, I gotta like calm my nerves. So then by the time we get to the wool call line, I was like perfectly tipsy and we started talking and I'm like, oh, at first I had this idea of him in my mind about him being a little bit more intimidating, but he just seemed so like, easy to talk to. He was more reserved. He was like, you know, pretty nice. And we just started talking about like, you know, basic things like, where do you live in the city? Where do you work? Where are you from? And I was like, this is like kind of cute because also in the beginning, our friends were the ones that like connected us. It was kind of like, remember back in middle school where we would like tell our friends that we had a crush and then our friends would go talk to our crushes and see if our crushes liked us back. It kind of felt like that. It felt like strangely, like very shy and not like your typical New York aggressive, like let's go out and, you know, you know, go on a date. It felt very subtle. So anyway, we get into EBC. We, you know, he buys us drinks and all of our other friends end up coming into the club too. So then that night, we all have a really good time just enjoying the music. There was a good DJ. I forgot who was playing. And we were just like taking shots and then swimming in the pool. The next day, I wake up, I go get breakfast and uh, like I'm enjoying my last day in Vegas because we were all flying out the next day. And then he texts me that afternoon. He goes, oh my gosh, I'm so hungover, but like, where are you? Can we meet up before you leave? And I was like, sure. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is 
great. So then um, we meet up in the hotel lobby and I remember feeling so nervous. I was like a little bit hungover too. And basically we decide to go to the casino and he's like, you want to play this, this game? I think it was, God, I can't even remember. I think it was Russian roulette or something like that. But I told him, I think, uh, like I, I'm not good at gambling. I usually do not play at the casino when I'm in Vegas. So I end up like losing all his money. And then uh, he walks me to my lift. That's going to take me to the airport. And then I go back to New York. When I'm back in New York, we text a little bit more. Eventually, like Inferno Man and I go on a real like first date. And this was at Apotheke and Nomad. And it's like such a cute unique bar with like a lot of good cocktails. And I remember being late to that first date. And I was like, oh no, like that's not good. I don't want to make him wait too long. Um, So I was like running, I was like running from the subway. And this was like peak New York summer. So the weather was not on my side. And I show up dripping, like literally dripping, like face, like makeup melting off my face, like just like super, you know, sweaty and gross. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is not a good first impression. I was so embarrassed, but I was like, whatever. I can't do anything about it. So we go into the bar. He's probably like, oh my gosh, is this girl okay? But anyway, I'm like, I'm okay. So we go into this bar. I excuse myself to the bathroom to like wipe off all my sweat. And we have like drinks. The drinks are really good. And we just like talk. But I remember for some reason, maybe I was just tired from all of my sweatiness and maybe he was tired, but I just felt like for some reason the vibe was off. And then I ended up leaving that date feeling like, oh, maybe like our attraction was just like super intense in Vegas, but now it's like worn off. And in full transparency, I was also talking to some other people at the time. And I was thinking to myself, huh, after this first date with him, I think he's not like my first or second choice anymore. So then we continue to talk here and there and like, you know, Instagram DM here and there. We end up going on a second date and I can't really remember where it was. The next day I'm going to Europe with my girlfriends. And this was like a long, like a much anticipated Europe trip. We were going to go to Paris and then some cities in Italy. And I was so excited. So basically, like, I go to Europe and it's like one of the best summers of my life. And during this trip, I remember like Inferno Man and I would like message here and there, but very sparsely. But I remember the time thinking, oh, like I messaged him, but he didn't message me back. Like, whatever. Like, maybe it's just like off. You know, like maybe we just like lost interest. And then after that, I talked to my girlfriends and they were like, yeah, like who needs boys? Let's just have a great girls trip. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. So then I was in like full, like eat, pray, love mode. I was like, you know what? I don't need any boys. I'm just going to like live my, my own life in, in Europe. So then I stopped talking to all these guys. And I'm like, basically like in this mindset where I'm like done with guys. I come back to New York, I'm like freshly 100% single, and I don't really think about Inferno Man too much. But of course, like 
like, you know, we have a lot of mutual friends and we were all planning to go to Izu. And it was my very first time to Izu because in the past, I honestly have not been to many raves. So then basically like we go to Izu and of course Inferno Man's there. And we all end up like hanging out. And I remember feeling so excited to see him again. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, and I forgot to mention, before we go to Izu, he messages me on Instagram. He goes, hey, are you going to Izu? And I say, yes. And he's like, oh, I am too. And I was like, okay, great. So basically I knew he was going. And then I saw that he was at Izu. And we all like hang out. And there were a few different friend groups there. So I like basically told my one of my friend groups that I was going to leave and go to this other friend group to hang out with Inferno Man. So I just like meander over. And if anyone hasn't been to Izu, it's like basically impossible to find anyone there because you don't have any signal and it's just like a big packed crowd. And then basically like miraculously, I, I guess have some signal. I call my friends, I find them and I find Inferno Man. And he's there and like, I'm just like dancing next to him. We're like talking here and there. And I definitely felt like some, we still had that flirty energy. So that was fun. But then I remember leaving and I was like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I just felt kind of, I wasn't really sure how I felt. And then, yeah, so then I was like, I'm not going to think too much about it. Then eventually he messages me again on Instagram. He's like, hey, like, you know, you know, when are we hanging out again? And I remember feeling like very like sassy. So I think I said something like, uh, well, that's up to you. You got to put in more effort to find time of my busy calendar or something like that. And he responds surprisingly positively. I don't know what it is with guys that like like a sassy per like personality. Maybe some guys like that. Some guys don't. But Inferno Man, I guess, liked that. So then he was like, oh, okay. Like, so he started joking and like sending me these like long paragraphs of like, like just jokey requests to take me out again. And then I was like, okay, sure. Like, all right, let's go. So then we eventually go on a second, um, or I, I forgot the number at this point, but we go on another date and this was at a dinner spot in Lower East Side. It was at this like cute Korean restaurant and we go there and I'm like, so like, I'm in this different mindset. I'm like freshly back from Europe. I'm just like, you know, with this like eat, pray, love glow on me. I'm like telling him about this Europe trip. I'm just like telling him about all these different things I did. And I remember feeling like that was a really fun time. Eventually, we end up seeing each other more. And I think I start to like, like him more because I start to see more of his playful side. And I realize that even though he's this reserved, more introverted person, he has this like really funny, like witty side and he can match my wittiness. And then so like, basically we had a very good banter and chemistry. And it was like a very subtle chemistry. It wasn't like a, oh, I like you so much. I miss you so much, which is also like another cute vibe in a way. But he was very subtle. 
And then I was very subtle. And it made it fun because I never really knew where we stood, but I knew that we liked each other. So it was like the perfect balance of me wanting to get to know him better. And then eventually we start hanging out more. I remember one night we go out to Marquee with some friends. And then that night he tells me, hey, I really like you. Do you want to be exclusive? And then I was like, sure. I like you a lot too. And so from that point onwards, we were quote unquote exclusive. And I don't know what it is with like modern dating. Like to this day, I'm still pretty confused by this whole like exclusive versus boyfriend, girlfriend thing. I think I have a sense. Like obviously when you're boyfriend, girlfriend, it's more official and you guys are very clearly committed to this relationship. But exclusive is like training wheels for that committed stage. It's like you want to just focus on dating each other and getting to know each other, but you're not official yet. So anyway, we were in that exclusive stage. So then we go on more like cute dates, like we go to a gala together, which was so much fun. We end up going to like Sojo Spa in New Jersey because he won this, um, uh, I guess, like ticket to Sojo Spa, two tickets to Sojo Spa from the gala. So we eventually like go on more of these like really fun dates and I start to like like him more and more. And then I remember thinking like, I would like ask my friends like, oh, you know, I think things are going well, but I'm not sure if like, you know, this is gonna, I don't know if this is like evolving into something serious. And like, maybe this is one of my bad traits in a relationship which is I like to overthink things. And on top of this, I had just gone out of a pretty intense relationship this past that past summer. And so I was like, oh no. And I think this is why I started to overthink because like things are like starting to feel more serious, more stable, more consistent. And then I was like, oh no, I don't know if I'm really ready for another serious relationship. And so then when my friends heard me like voice these concerns, they're like, okay, if you're feeling this way, then it's probably not the one. And then I was like, oh, maybe you guys are right. So then I decide to talk to Inferno Man. And I say, hey, can we talk? So then he's like, sure. So then I end up meeting him at his apartment and I'm like giggling. I'm like all nervous. And I'm like, hey, like, I basically give him the, it's not you, it's me talk. And I'm like, hey, I really like you and I've had so much fun over these last few months, but I think I said yes to being exclusive too early. And I was basically telling him I wanted to be casual and like let both of us see other people. And then he, of course, as this like nice, dedicated, genuine person, he was like, if you want to see other people, then I don't want to see you. And then at that point, I felt like, you know, I was not expecting that. And maybe I should have, maybe I should have expected that because I don't think he would have been okay with dating me when I was dating other people because he wanted to be exclusive. So it made sense. So then I was like, okay, I was feeling pretty sad, but I was trying to like act put together in front of him. So I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Like I respect your decision. And then we ended up like, you know, parting ways. So after that, of course, it wasn't like a completely clean breakup. 
we still saw each other like basically like two days later at my friend's pregame. And we all go to a club and then me and Verna Man end up like still like talking and still like, you know, admitting that we still had feelings. And so it was still a little bit, it was a little bit messy. And uh, yeah, still a little bit, um, yeah, not completely like broken up at that point. But basically like before that, I already like went on a date with this other person. And um, yeah, I wasn't really thinking much. But so basically I was already trying to move on. And then I realized that, yeah, I still, of course, still had feelings for Inferno Man. And then basically, eventually, you know, it's like Thanksgiving time. I go back home and, you know, Inferno Man goes like on these trips or whatever. He goes back home and I start to like try to go out, meet more people. And Christmas comes along and he messages me out out of the blue and I just remember feeling so excited and thinking, oh my, oh wow, like, you know, I'm excited to talk to him again. So we start talking and then eventually we end up going to a friend's Christmas party and that was the first time we saw each other after we parted ways. And then at that Christmas party, we end up like talking again. Maybe this was before Christmas. So then I went home for Christmas And then we were talking like every day. And then I was like, okay, I definitely still like him. And then he was like, hey, do you want to come to this like um, Dave and Buster's like night with me and my friends when you're back in the city? And I was like, sure, I love games. And that sounds like a blast. So I come back to New York City. We end up going to like dinner with our friends and then Dave and Buster's. Yeah, like it was a really fun night. And we're on the subway back home. And then me, like, you know, feeling very impulsive. And, you know, I had been feeling like I liked him still for a while. So I tell him, hey, I still like you. Do you want to give us a second chance? So this was me coming to him, like telling him that I wanted another chance with him, basically. And he was like, uh, sure. You know, like, I still like you too. So then we end up being exclusive again for a second time. And eventually, so we started dating again. We celebrated New Year's together with our friends. It was like a really fun, like, second chapter for us. But one day, we go to a friend's birthday drinks. And this was at night. And then one of my guy friends, he tells Inferno Man that, you know, I had been like seeing these other people. And then this was like between the time that we first broke up and we got back together. And basically Inferno Man wasn't okay with that. And not to get into too many personal details, but like, I guess like the extent of it was too much for Inferno Man. Inferno Man like, you know, talks to me the next day and he's like, hey, I heard this from so-and-so, like, is this true? And I was like, oh, um, yes, it is true. And then basically, like, you know, he tells me, like, yeah, like, that's really upsetting. And he's like, yeah, like, I, you know, can't really, like, get over it. The long story short, 
was we would still date for the next two or three weeks. But little did I know every day he would think about the fact that, you know, I had dated a few other people and he wasn't like, okay with that. And it was eating away at him in a way that I couldn't really understand or I couldn't really fathom. And then basically like that led to our downfall. And he was like, yeah, like, I don't know if I can ever get over this. And then I was like, well, you either can get over it and we can enjoy each other's company or we can't. And eventually we realized that we couldn't. I remember at the time, like really liking him and really trying to fight for this relationship. And then at this point I was like, okay, there was technically nothing I could really do to salvage this because I couldn't like go back in a time machine and change things. And also on top of this, when I was like single, I could technically do what I wanted to do. And unfortunately, this was the only problem we had in the relationship, which was like my past. Otherwise, we got along so well, like we didn't really even fight, which was weird to say, because in every relationship, there's always like something that you guys fight about usually. But even when we were upset at each other, we would resolve it really quickly. We would like talk about it and then like maybe joke about it and move on. And I felt like in that sense, we handled conflict really well. But because of the past, like, yeah, it just didn't work out. And so then eventually Valentine's Day, he calls me and he's back home and he's he's pretty tipsy. And I'm like, hello, um, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, yeah, I just want to like catch up. And I was like, OK. So then the next day, of course, we start talking. We decided at that point to give this relationship a third try. And I was like, are you sure you can get over the past, though? Because like we can't just like continue to date if you can't get over the past. He's like, yeah, I'm sure I'm over it. But long story short, like basically three or four days later, we get dinner and he's coming in looking all like sullen and upset. And I'm like, hello, what's wrong? And I was like, I think I know what's wrong, but dear God, please tell me it's not what I think it is. And he was like, yeah, it is what you think it is. I still can't get over the past. And I was like, oh my God. And at this point, I'm like, inferno man, like we can't keep doing this. I'd rather be single than like talk about this for the billionth time. So then that night, we end up breaking up. But of course, in retrospect, now that I, have more, I had more time to think about it, I do think that I, you know, wish that I didn't cause him so much pain. Like, had I known that what happened would have caused him so much pain, I wish that I didn't do it. But like I said, there's no regrets because I think this all you know, had to end for a really important reason. And maybe this is just like God's way of saying that this was a great relationship and experience and he's a great person, but it's just not meant to be. And I genuinely think that he is a really good person and I have no regret ever like meeting him or dating him. I think it was a really obviously like intense experience and it's unfortunate like why it ended and all that stuff. 
But like I said, things in life happen for a reason. And so at this point, we haven't talked. We don't follow each other on social media. Like we we do have mutual friends, but they know to not, you know, in, include us both in things, at least for now. And um, yeah, that's that's it. That's the end of the story. And I think what I've learned from this is I think I will be a little bit more careful in the future with whenever I feel like um, I'm not certain about something, maybe I will think a little bit more about that. Because if I'm not certain about something and then I make an impulsive decision and then I'm like, oh, I regret that. I actually like want to revert back to what we had. It can get really messy. Because once you have this like loss of like you feel like you were really deeply hurt by something, it's really hard to bounce back from that. And I guess in the future, I just want to tread more carefully, especially if I think something is special. You don't want to just like play around with that. So the reason why he's called Inferno Man is because it was like this big, fiery flame of a relationship and it ended up in flames, unfortunately. Whoever ends up with him is going to be such a lucky, lucky girl. And I genuinely wish that one day, it might not be in the near future, that we can be friends again and we can hang out with our friends. Because he was such a good person to me during the relationship. And I feel like he is one of those really rare people that will make you feel very cared for and um it was a lot of fun so anyway i know that was very deep and heavy thanks for listening in to this story i hope you guys have a great rest of the week and i'll see you guys in the next episode bye bye <laughs>